ahoy hoy, everybody. We told you we would only be here every two weeks, and that was mostly true, but we do also want to drop in kind of in the in-between zones and give you what we're calling a little mini-john, a little bite-sized morsel update uh, from us at the College of Physicians of Philadelphia and the Mooner Museum. Hi, I'm Mike, one of the hosts of My Favorite Malady, and my colleague is... Nancy Hill, also co-host of My Favorite Malady. There has been... Uh, some stuff that we wanted to bring up in the weeks in between that really don't fit in the regular episode, but we can knock it out real quick in this micro John, mini John, what are we calling it? Mini John. Mini John, in this mini John. John being a Philadelphia word, if you don't know it. Watch uh, the Rocky movie that doesn't have Rocky in the name, Creed, to talk about what the word John means there. First up is a brief corrections corner from the Nancy Sisters Mouth episode last week. Yes, uh, my sister, upon hearing the episode, had some clarifications and corrections for me on her COVID, or no, oh my God, on her trench mouth experience. And so first, she apparently had some sort of systemic underlying virus that compromised her immune system. Uh, this was found out later in her uh, trench mouth adventure. She also wanted to let me know that her diet at the time was not just ramen and ice cream. It was ramen and ice cream and coffee. Coffee specifically through a straw so it didn't touch her gums while she had the trench mouth. So throw, throw some acid into that uh, diet. <laughs> there. Uh, yeah. And then thirdly, she just wanted me to let everyone know that her hygiene is, is great. Her hygiene's good. Her dental hygiene is much improved. And she doesn't want everyone to think that she's like a nasty goblin, uh, which is not the case. She definitely showers, you know, does the hair and the conditioner and all that stuff. Whereas I just have a buzz cut so that I don't have to do that stuff. So, uh, yes, my sister is a very clean, very hygienic lady. No longer a trench mouth. Definitely not a bog goblin. The way you say that makes me suspect she actually is a bog goblin. Uh, That's like a really weird thing to bring up just out of the blue. Yeah. Well, so it's it's this thing of, uh, you know, I'd mentioned the theory about same sex and se- consecutive siblings always being polar opposites. And I'm yep. like goth Peter Pan. And so she's like very feminine. Not I don't want to say Barbie, but she's like the we used to because there's four, four of us from the same biological parents in my family. And uh, we would be like, oh, she's the cute one. She's the pretty one. You know, so if right. that paints a picture for you. Uh, she's definitely not a bog goblin. Okay. Well, neither are you, Nancy. You're not a bog goblin either. I'm not. I'm goth Peter Pan. You're goth Peter Pan, correct. Speaking of goth, uh, we had some complaints from our fellow employees at the College of Physicians. I said that Nancy and I were the only science goths at the museum, and that is technically correct, but we have some colleagues in other departments that do work with the museum pretty closely, and they took a little bit of exception. So to Amanda, I'm very sorry. You are definitely a science goth. To Jackie, you are a science retired goth. Jackie pointed out that she had been going to- Yeah, elder goth. She'd been going to Susie Sue concerts before Nancy and I were born, which fair enough, uh, hard to argue with that street cred. And even though Marcy did not complain, I think Marcy is pretty goth. Yeah. She keeps snakes. She has piercings. Marcy is our resident tattooed mom and reptile expert. Yeah. And so even though these folks are in the education department, our center for education, which do wonderful work and not technically in the museum department, we're all one big happy family. And so I apologize to my fellow science goths. 
Well, I guess awesome. on that note, we can also let the people know what we do at the museum. I think some people had some questions about like, who, who are we? Who are these voices coming out of my computer? Just to kind of clarify what our roles at the museum are, again, my name is Nancy Hill. I am the museum manager. Some of you might say, what does that mean? Uh, well, it means a lot of things. I think anyone who works at a nonprofit will tell you that we all wear many hats. But basically, I am a project manager. I do some administrative stuff. I count the monies, things like that. But I also do a lot of research and kind of uh, curatorial editing, I guess I would say. Uh, I, I read the things and I give opinions and I do a lot with programs and community outreach. Uh, some of you commented that you might have seen me on the news and things like that. So, you know, I'm kind of kind of all over the place, but I work in the museum department. Nancy's being very modest, folks. Nancy does a lot more than that. Uh, she's a fantastic artist. She has done a bunch of art for us at uh, the college. You can see her art on a lot of our merch, for example, and a whole lot of other things too. You know, like when, uh, when we have a big exhibit coming in, Nancy is on the front lines of that. When we have communication to do, Nancy does that communication. And I want to point out that not too many people have been on the front page of the New York Times for their work on a pandemic. And Nancy has. So I, I do many things. I, thank you for, for, for your flattery, sir. But, you know, it's kind of oh. this, it's hard, to, it's hard to boil it down. My CV looks insane. Let's look at yeah. it that way. And you know who too. else's CV looks insane is Mike's. Yes, it's true. So I am officially the entire IT department of the College of Physicians of Philadelphia, uh, Lighty Semois. Insert cricket sound effect here. I know that's a joke that like five people will get, but I really like it. And so I do all of the IT network administration, help desk stuff, a bunch of other things. I'm also the virtual mm -hmm. events producer. So I do, uh, I'm not the only person that produces virtual events, but I am the main one. And I also do all of the audio visual stuff at the college. That includes presentations, our ongoing video displays. Additionally, deep breath. Uh, mm -hmm. I have been a professional freelance writer and science writer for, depending how you count it, 15 or 20 years. You can find my work in a bunch of different reputable scientific outlets. So we're not talking Weekly World News or National Enquirer, like Audubon, who are the bird people, Popular Science, Slate.com, a bunch of other places. Uh, and over the years, I've also built up uh, kind of a, a bunch of side gigs because I'm a millennial and we have to hustle and we starve to death. Uh, one of them is, you'll hear in an upcoming episode that I helped edit a professor's thesis. I do a lot of editing for uh, scientific and academic papers, term papers, graduate dissertations and theses, journal articles, that sort of thing. And honestly, if I told you the rest of my resume, it had seemed like I was lying. But my main job at the college is IT guy, and then also I do a bunch of writing and researching. Does also, that sound right, Nancy? Am I, am I not lying? I mean, yeah, I was going to say that we also call you uh, sometimes for ex exhibit lighting design because uh, yes. we have an exhibit designer, but sometimes, you know, when you're lighting a room, uh, <laughs> one right. person on the ladder, one person at the bottom, uh, right. I am not the most helpful. I'm like, yeah, that looks lit. Right. So sure. uh, sometimes we call Van Helder down to... Uh, assist with that too oh yeah we've never said my last name on the podcast it's van helder oh. uh, white sounding name i'm not a white guy my name sounds super white just like the dude in the first episode of the podcast who was uh, not a white guy with a white name 
well same with me sounds super white and it is super white so fair enough uh, yeah I do some of the lighting stuff in the museum I have done rather and I've done some of the sound design as well for the going viral exhibit most recently one of my previous gigs I was a stage manager and I'm also currently a, a professional photographer on the side again many many side hustles millennial yeah thing. I feel like everybody at the museum does have some kind of yeah, side, well, you side know. hustle because graphic design illustration photography we got all kinds of people and we do we do we're a, we're a lot of polymaths jammed into a small building doing our best yeah okay yeah, that sure. is the gist of who we are and what we do I wanted to remind everybody that on October 20th we have a event about books bound in human skin coming up called the dark archives with the researcher Megan Rosenblum and of course curator Anna Doty from the Mütter Museum my favorite movie series in the world is the Evil Dead series, which is three movies and a TV show. Uh, and the main villain, if you can call that in those movies, is the Necronomicon, a book bound in human flesh and inked in human blood. I don't know that we have any human blood ink books, but we definitely have some books bound in human flesh. And if you want to learn more about them, on October 20th, The Dark Archives, you can sign up for it at moodermuseum.org slash events. Again, that is moodermuseum.org slash events. It's a virtual event. You don't even have to leave the comfort of your couch. So and while you're there, you should check out many of our other upcoming events. Uh, I do want to mention that we have some spooky Halloween things coming up. Uh, a yeah. lot of them are in person and sold out, but I will say we have a Science on Tap event. If you're not familiar with Science on Tap, it is a group of kind of smaller museums in Philadelphia. We put on free weekly science cafes and we have moved virtual due to COVID. So uh, we are doing kind of the traditional science talks, but we've also been doing Netflix parties. And so if you want to watch the movie Poltergeist with Anna Doty, who has actually had to recover burials from construction sites and didn't realize why all of the construction workers kept saying they moved the headstones, but they didn't move the bodies. Right. She's never actually seen the movie. So if you want to join us for her, her inaugural view viewing and kind of her... Uh, first impressions as someone who recovers cemeteries not not unoften uh definitely sign up for that i think we can throw in a general make sure you're registered to vote vote early vote by mail you know wear all your safety gear if you're voting in person but do make sure you vote in this upcoming election it's an important one as many times as you're legally allowed that's a joke everybody no i what that's not a joke vote as many times as you're legally allowed which is one. Which is one, yeah. <laughs> Come on. All right, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to our very first uh, Mini John. We will catch you in one week, where, do, I, do we want to spoil the topic of next week? Uh, well, I think we can just kind of tease and say that we have our very first special guest on the show. We do have a very special guest. Uh, so if you're interested in not having skin that falls off your body and not having your rot, Next week is going to be a good episode for you. I'm interested in both of those things. Yeah, yeah, I don't want either of those things to happen to me. So uh, I'm yeah. definitely going to be listening to it. Oh, one last thing. If you want to reach out to us, you can hit us up on social media using the Mütter Museum accounts. At Mütter Museum on Twitter and at Mütter Museum on Instagram are probably the best ways. We also have a Facebook page under, you guessed it, the Mütter Museum. All right, thanks everyone, and we will catch you in a week. Goodbye. Bye.